Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk USA. Are you tired of waiting for change? Tune into Blog Talk USA. Let your voice be heard on Blog Talk USA. Welcome, welcome, everybody, to Marvelous Monday. And to answer the question, are you tired of change? Do you want it to change? In other words, do you want to see change? If you want to see change, then join us right here every Monday night on Marvelous Monday, and let's make change together because I'm ready to see some change as well. Let me just say happy Memorial Day to each of you out there uh, in Radio Land. Uh, hopefully uh, some of our guests will be on tonight and some of our co-hosts will be on. Miss Rihanna is not going to be on with us tonight. Uh, Dr. Richard Hackney is not going to be on with us tonight, but we're going to see if Uh, Pastor Cooper has a few minutes for us tonight, and, of course, Mr. Arthur. Mr. Arthur, are you there? How are you doing? Yeah, how are you doing? Can you hear me? Greetings. I can hear you. I'm going to put my earplugs on so that I can hear you really, really good. Uh, And uh, I'm so – just a second. Now, can you hear me okay, Mr. Arthur? Yeah, I hear you. I hear you just fine. How are you doing tonight? Very good. I'm good. Greetings. Good evening. It's so great to uh, be here on Memorial Day and happy Memorial Day for you. I hope that today has been amazing for you. I've had a very, very, very busy day out there during Memorial Day. But, you know, Mr. Arthur, I want to I talk a little bit about uh, also when we really get into the show uh, how our Memorial Day here in Tyler, Texas, basically looks identically the same each and every single year. And so I want to bring out the fact that that we know uh, that there are a lot of people who may not know the origin, the real origin of Memorial Day. Uh, but before we get deep into that subject, um, is Pastor Cooper on the line with us? I don't know if Pastor Cooper is going to make it in. I have not heard from him uh, today. We were honored to have uh, Pastor Cooper and Mrs. Cooper uh, in our city on yesterday, uh, Mr. Arthur. He came in, and we had a prayer uh, vigil for for uh, Uvalde, Uvalde, and we talked a lot about uh, uh, how this is being handled by uh, elected officials. Uh, around uh, the nation, and uh, the big discussion uh, at the uh, prayer yesterday, and it was held there or here in Tyler at uh, the Burkefell Park, and uh, so we had a candlelight ceremony, and the names of uh, each one of the victims that were murdered uh, were called out, and uh, so we're just in deep prayer. Uh, it hasn't been that many days ago as you know, Mr. Arthur, that we had 
we had Topps uh, Supermarket there in Buffalo, New York, where uh, this person uh, with this hate crime uh, came in and shot at uh, uh, several black people. Uh, so then we just had continuous throughout this country. Uh, we talked about a little bit about uh, the fact that we've had over 200 and some uh, murders uh, since this new year, and we're only, what, we're just now, we're not even into our sixth month yet. And then we also talked, uh, Mr. Arthur, a little bit about uh, the fact that of other countries such as Mexico, who's only had 27 of these kinds of uh, murders. And then we talked about Canada, who's only had two of these kinds of murders, simply because they don't, uh, they don't, uh, embrace uh, us being able to purchase an AR or those kinds of weapons that are built specifically to take out someone's life. They don't allow that and certainly not to have a 16-year-old, excuse me, like that, an 18-year-old to be able to go and purchase uh, these weapons uh, with no problems. And it was brought out that we could go and try to purchase a fishing license and have a little bit more difficulty in getting a fishing license than we do in getting a license uh, for a weapon. And so we know now what happened in Uvalde. We're hearing more about everything that happened there, how long it took the police department to enter in to the school building uh, to save, uh, to try to attempt to save some more lives. Uh, in there after we know that 19 uh, students and two uh, educators uh, lost their lives. So we're going to deal deeply into all of this, Mr. Arthur, and and go from there. Your thoughts uh, on anything that I've said so far, but it's just just traumatic, traumatic. Well, first I want to say that the media – and and, and and that's on the show. We need to we we need to say what it is. There was a there was a white supremacist young man, young white man that did that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It was. I hear I hear folks on the uh, calling him a kid and young man and no, he's a white supremacist young man that was radicalized through uh, social media social media. And he went the dark, out and did the dark terrific web. Thing. The dark web. Yeah. Yes. Go ahead. Yeah. And so he, and so, and again, you know, you know, the the media want to, you know, they kind of play into the NRA's program when they do that, when they try to play down, uh, you know, the circumstances, right, about what's, you know, about what happened, and then and then for the police, then the police they want to took the biggest black eye in this whole thing. And the fact, you know, now that it's coming out about what happened, about the fact they was just they they tried to neg- go again white privilege again. They tried to negotiate with this guy. Trying to negotiate with him. Now painting black. Okay. Negotiation? I don't think so. They'd have been up in there. Well, it's interesting, Mr. Arthur, that uh, this this fellow, uh, Salvador Rolando. Romas, 
was actually a person of brown skin, and it's usually uh, the persons of brown skin uh, and black skin that don't get to be negotiated with. Of course, we know that uh, he did not come out alive, and I believe it was law enforcement that killed him. And, um, and, and so we can look at past history, and that was the other thing that we talked about was the fact that uh, the Caucasian uh, serial killers, killers and murderers, uh, they, they were able to walk away alive and whereas the black and brown people, we know it's, we're two years out from uh, Mr. George Floyd, and we know that uh, what happened with him. And uh, but uh, they normally don't uh, don't come away alive. And this this guy, oh, there's Pastor Cooper. Good good afternoon, uh, evening, uh, Pastor Cooper. How are you? Well, go ahead, Pastor Cooper. Sorry, so let me just finish saying this right quick. Uh, okay, go right ahead. I'm you know, sorry, Ms. Arthur. You know, I sent you, you know, I sent some information today, uh, you know, for a thing you look at. And basically what came out, what I took out of that was white, whiteness is a status. It's not a race. So okay. you say, well, okay. you know, you know, he went, you know, he had brown skin or whatever. I mean, I, I, don't, know, I don't know about it. But anyway, uh, that, that doesn't make any difference. He 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 his status and his, his status was white, and what he did was in defense of white nationalism, you know. And, and I say, you know, right. and, and if you if you look at all I showed you, it's, it's kind of America, and that's the big secret about America, uh, is that is that whiteness is a status. Uh, there have been, you know, we joke about Clarence Thomas being a black white person. There is such a thing in America for real. Now that I've, you know, checked it out, so I'm just saying that, uh, you know, like, you know, you know, same way with police. When they go in the police department, black or white or whatever, once they get in there, they, they, their job is to protect white America, period. And so, you know, so even though they're black, they still, you know, they're still doing what they're supposed to do to, you know, support the system. So I'm just saying, uh, you know, in regards to what color he was, even if he was black, yeah, if he was shooting up people because he was radicalized by a white supremacist, then, you know, the, you know, it's still the same thing. The, you don't get any slack because it's skin color. That's what I'm saying. Right. I, and, and the only point that I was making is that um, is that he did not leave that premises alive, whereas the ones who are, are Caucasian persuasion, because this, obviously, we know that, that this fella was, uh, of Hispanic descent, but they try to negotiate with him for an hour. They try to negotiate with him for an hour. They 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 treat him I, I like he was white. Well, I, and 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 there's a lot that we well, can let, say let, let about help, what. Uh, yeah, what went on? Go, go, ahead, go ahead, Pastor Cooper, because that was a lot that went well, on, said, and I, I didn't look at it as a real know, negotiation. But go ahead, uh, uh, Pastor Cooper. I'm sorry. And it was not a real. Good it evening. Was not a real negotiation. Good evening. Good exactly. Evening. It was not a real negotiation. Right. It, it was not, and there was confusion more than the negotiations. They weren't there sure you if go. they had an active shooter. They weren't sure if uh, it was a hostage situation, whatever it was, right. it was, it was misinformed, they wasted 42 minutes, and lives were lost. Right. 
So, right. So, 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 there was no negotiation, though, right? There was nothing. There was nothing. But my point is, I'm trying to, I'm trying to embrace your statement to where all of America can hear what you're saying, and that is, and, and that's the reason why you have Hispanic people, Tahana people, uh, uh, all, all folks that's from south of Texas that come into various groups. They're okay with sitting in even a white church. They're okay being treated like they're white America once they make it here and once they're here, they're indoctrinated by that, and, and, and that is a true statement. They're just non-black people, and they get treated differently. Everybody' right. uh, level of uh, aggressiveness when it comes to dealing with black people, African American people, is more intense. When we are, when we find, when the police department or the DPS department or whatever, constable, when they find out that they have a situation where it's a black man, especially man, America has a problem. We that that's what I think you're trying to say. Right, no. and, and I and no. that's what I agree, I agree with with. But but what I'm saying is I don't I don't believe that there was that they I believe I believe that they were afraid of what was actually going on in there. They probably heard more about uh, what this guy had placed out on social media on the dark web because we know that he had put things out there on social media. So I I'm with you. I believe that they were a little hesitant on going in there simply because. They were afraid of that AR and those weapons. This is somebody who had, what, 1,500 yeah. rounds of ammo and all of that. And right. don't you know that they, they found out all of that while trying to get in that building? They knew a lot more than what came into play uh, at the time that they were out there. They found out a lot, a lot more. Like we all did. We were all listening, right? And we were listening right. and hearing and finding out information as this whole thing was unfolding. Because the one thing right. I can tell you about social media, they're going to put stuff out there. Like, go yeah. ahead, Mr. Arthur. Go ahead, Mr. Arthur. I know you weren't uh, quite finished with that. No, well, they, they, uh, they probably just saying, well, well, look at the, the whole, again, again, the, the fact of the matter is, you know, they didn't go in. They they said they was negotiating. I know they've been lying a lot, so we don't know what we don't know what was going on. But it looked like right, they were kind of scared right. to me. And, and, and so here's the thing. Me too. Okay, you four guns, you four guns, and and you, and you four police. You know, it's like being, uh, you know, anyway, the four guns and the four police. And so I'm saying that now, and now, and now, folks are so well armed now that now the police scared. Now I'll submit to you. I'll submit to you that that situation you saw right there, where they didn't go in mm-hmm. and do what they supposed to do. I submit to you that mm-hmm. that probably happened in our community numerous times. Oh sure, numerous sure. times, numerous sure. times. I, I, I just, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I, I just, I could just bet you that. And, and uh, sure. you know, so, so we just saw it, kind of like George Floyd. We, we saw it on national TV this time. Yeah. You know, they got that arresting yeah. the parents and throwing them down. You know, the parents trying to get out to their kids to help. 
begging him to go in. I ain't never seen nothing like that before. I, listen, I have never seen anything like these young, smart, fourth-grade students, what they were doing. And what was really amazing to me was the little little girl who got the blood from her friend next to her, uh-huh. wiped it all yes. over her body, laid down and pretended to be dead so that she would mm. not be killed. And, and the tragedy uh, even that continued uh-huh. is that, that once the little girl got outside and the EMS asked her, what in the mm. world, how, what are you doing with all this blood on you? And she explained that. Uh, to him, wow. and then it happened to have been his child that his baby that That's she pulled that blood from and placed wow. on her. Can you? Um, and then he just lost it right then and there. Maybe uh, it's just a tragedy in every aspect of the world. And so we know that there was a lot of crucial mistakes that were made mm. during this particular time. Crucial mistake because, I mean, and so what if they thought that this active shooter uh, was barricaded inside? Well, unbarricade him and get him out there, out of that school, away from the rest of those children because we know there were other students in that school building, right? Other students. And then you look into... Go ahead. Uh, I gave Beto. I, I, I gave Beto some points for bashing in on Abbott's press conference. Remember, Abbott, remember Abbott up there doing all that lying, talking about how great the police was, and then and then the next day he had to turn around and go. I I, I, I was I was I was deceived. I'm livid. I'm livid. He went from lying to I'm livid. So can you tell me exactly? Because I still have not. Been, been able to hear exactly what Beto said during that press conference. I'm going to Google it. Ms. Rihanna is not here with us tonight to do our, our researching. So since you actually heard it, and I think Pastor Cooper heard it as well, just yes. exactly what did Beto say to Abbott during that press conference? Well, like you said, yeah, I saw it. It's not so much that what he said. I, I like the fact that uh, he was calm and, and, and standing. Um, okay. it, it is not a, a position I would take. Uh, I think we need to be a little bit more strategic and organized than that because th- th- they use that and they'll make a commercial of that uh, you know, because that was a professional setting. But at the same time, I like the fact that his demeanor, uh, just Google, you have to see the words there, where he was saying that uh, he was holding them accountable. Uh, for the deaths of those children, right, he should. Uh, right. But he didn't lose his cool uh, again, right. though. But here's white privilege, Brother Arthur. If there was me up there just talking, I would have come out of there. You would have been arrested. Yeah. Well, you would have been, would have arrested, been arrested if you had been better. If you had been better. Right. Yeah, if I had been better yeah. and just talking, it doesn't matter. I, I, we're, we're the immediate threat, and that's the other problem I have there. Um uh, with with them not barge yeah, in because time, those kids I'm were wrong. kids of of, of color. They, they 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 are little brown kids, and yeah. uh, you know when we have black and brown kids involved, it doesn't seem like things get done. They didn't move as quickly. But if that was uh, a white school, I think they would have moved in quicker. I, I'm just saying, uh, you, you have to look at so many different sides when we live in this America that we live in. This America the great, but at the same time we have some bad moments. 
So let me let me play this a little. Let's play a little bit of it, Jimin, if you don't mind. And let's let's then we'll talk about it a little bit more. I'm going to click in and see if we can hear. Uh, Pass the mic to Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Sit down. You're out of you're out of line and an embarrassment. Sit down. No, not hear exactly what Beto was saying, but we certainly heard what uh, uh, the twice uh, convicted, yeah, well, let me say, yeah, but, Beto was but we can hear what, he was about, go ahead, well, he told Beto them that they, he was, re- go ahead, sorry, sir, go but, ahead. Uh, I was saying what Beto was saying, you just couldn't hear it, well, he was right. talking about the hypocrisy of them holding that press conference, come out, you know, and prayers and all that kind of stuff. That's what he was charging them up about. Right. I mean, that's but we, but, but I can tell you what we heard very clearly, and that was Patrick uh, with using his profanity repeatedly mm-hmm. uh, after uh, and and saying that Beto was an embarrassment. Well, he was. Well, he's been an embarrassment for some time, right? Uh, simply, right. why why has he been an embarrassment? Well, we already know. Uh, he should have already been into trial, but there's been no trial for him. And um, so how can he talk about that Beto is an embarrassment when we know that he's been an embarrassment for the state of Texas? He sits in the most powerful position in Texas, the lieutenant governor, even more powerful than the, yeah, governor the governor of Texas, yeah. exactly. Or the Speaker of the House. Exactly. And then he had backup from his cronies. His cronies. Yeah. These are the words of Beto Rourke when he was there. He said, a quote, uh, this is on you until you choose to do something different. And O'Rourke said, this will continue to happen. Somebody needs to stand up for the children of the state, of, uh, for the state or they will, be con- will be continue to be killed just like they were killed in Uvalde yesterday. Those are his words. And then he says, there are, fam- there are family members that are crying as we speak, he said. There are family members whose hearts are broken. Uh, there's no words that anybody shouting can come up here and do anything to heal these broken hearts. A work became especially outspoken about gun violence. Oh, he was talking about before. But anyway, uh, like, like I said, the point that... Arthur's trying to make you, and this is where America's broken, and, and there has to be some healing here. Every time we're dealing with uh, African Americans, whether we're part of the scenario or we're not, it's how the world reacts with us or with us being absent. 
Again, if that's me there standing and speaking calmly as Beto was, I would have been arrested. That's sad in this America. Uh, if, if that school was in a white area, uh, that wouldn't have been 42 minutes. They would have bum-rushed those doors and taken yes, shots at this guy. That's all I'm yes. saying. Yeah, I, I, they, I they would have put their lives out. They would put their lives out. Yeah, that's there. all I'm saying. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and, and then the, the, the I think it was the mayor that yeah, well, the mayor that joined in, and he is the one that used uh, some more uh, profanity uh, at, uh, at at Beto. Was oh, that wow. the mayor? I didn't, it, it, yeah, it's Mc, some big McLaughlin. guy. McLaughlin. Yeah, it's a mayor. Uh, it's a mayor you found it. Yeah, the mayor of New Orleans. Here, 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 he accused Beto of making a a turn a turning that a event, which was a political, political event, issue. into a political event. It was already a political event. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So right. you know, we and, and, and then not only that, do we do we know what where where Greg Abbott took off to after he left? Uh, a few hours after he left there well, in Uvalde with that press. He, he, he no, he had a press. He had a he had a press. Excuse me. He had a fundraiser, a fundraiser that he left and went to. After and then after and then he did a video. Yeah, then he did a video with the for the uh, National Rifle Association. Right after. Well, after he, he did, did that. that. He, right, he right. Did that before, video, yeah. He did that before he before he went down for this press conference. He he knew he he says I'm not going to attend, but he made a video and sent it to them in support of NRA. And then we know we we know that John Cornyn went, and we know that Ted Ted Cruz went. Donald Trump right? went. And, oh, yeah, Donald, uh, he, he was their, he was their he main speaker. Cornyn said he negotiated in good faith. What do you think about that? Yeah. What's a lie? Always a liar. They have to say what they have to say uh, to get past the 30 days. There's a 30-day one. And that's the reason why yesterday when I was in Tyler, Texas, I, I notified everyone and said this is time. We, while we give them 30 days in Uvalde to, to uh, mourn and, and to pray and, and seek uh, God's face, uh, we need to work behind the scenes. We need to work with Divine Nine, Texas Coalition Black Democrats. Ludlack, yeah. I'm calling everybody, Texas women, uh, marchers out there. We need to come together. Uh, all the caucuses, African-American caucus, all the caucuses, Hispanic caucus, we need to come together, NAACP state, uh, poor people's campaign. And if I'm missing anybody, and we all know someone, we all need to call those heads of Texas. If the national people want to come, great. But this is our state. Just like we, we pulled together some folks in the summer, handful we started from uh Brazoria county to tyler texas east texas southeast yeah. texas yeah. and next thing we know we all were in austin texas five thousand people strong protesting against these bills now's the time to come and organize write our own bill i have a friend named seth that's in lubbock texas wrote a bill and is now law we know how to do it we need to come together we need to do it and not be divided on this and by the time we finish with the morning process Call out Governor Abbott and ask him for a demand a uh, special session so he can call into law these things that need to change today. 
and that's going from 18 to 21 years of age, and there's a lot of things we can write in that bill, but that's one of the main things. And a lot of people say, well, uh, you can go into the military at 18. I had a friend of mine that called me, Aaron and Doug called, said, Coop, we need you in uh, Tyler, Texas. I said, we dropped everything. My wife came with me after church. We drove over there, drove back. And Doug is a guy that, you know, Anglo, Republican man that's saying these are just good sense things. He said when he was in the Marines that he absolutely could not touch a gun until he had tons of training. They had to check out bullets. It took a long process before they were able to shoot rapid fire, training on top of training on top of training. So that's different than an 18-year-old out there by themselves with not even seven hours of training. My son was 12 years of age when I taught him how to use a rifle, how to go hunting, and he had to go to classes. I say classes, not one class. Classes before we turned him loose and I was there by his side. So there was training for that. And it wasn't the AR, it wasn't the AK, it wasn't any of that stuff. So these are the kind of things we need to write into to, to bills and create law and demand it. And then when he says no, if he says no, we can come together with all of the media in the world and have a press conference and say, this is what we presented, this is what he rejected, and this is what the people continue to vote for. We have to become organized inside, not just protest on the outside. Absolutely. Well, Pastor Cooper, it's interesting that that we talk about uh, freedom of speech. And so did Beto not have a freedom of speech that day? Was he not able to say there were, there were family members and people that were there at that at press conference that was in support of his conversation because, because for the simple reason he was calm. We know that he's been talking about very calm. Uh, gun yeah. violence very vocal since since his El Paso uh, shooting sure. that left how many? 23 22. people. 22. That, tw- 22. Okay. All right. right. People who were dead there. And so he's been real vocal about it. Uh, but, uh, but once again, uh, I, he was escorted out. Uh, he was not put in handcuffs. Uh, like you would have been put in handcuffs, uh, oh, but, but he had a right. But he had a right. But he had a right to speak. Right? He had a right. He had a right. And the people asked freedom him to speak. 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 If you go back, exactly. if you go back and listen to it, they asked him. They were I, I called up on. They and, said, and, let, and whether, speak. The, he, let him speak. Let him speak. And once he's been a congressman before, city council before, just like you, city council. Yes. So he's been yes. in public service before. So it wasn't public service, right. just like I'm a pastor. You always a public service. That's the reason why I'm called out to mm-hmm. other events. No matter what other position I hold, I'm a pastor for life. You never stop being a yeah. public service. There you go. And so there he's the go. voice of the people. And so the people ask him to speak. So that's no different than uh, what's his name, Elon Musk, going by Twitter so there that Donald Trump can speak. So wh- yeah. what are we doing here? Uh, we, we have oxymorons going on here. We, you know, hmm. say what you mean and mean what you say. Or, or for everyone, uh, but again, that's that entitlement mentality. Shut, shut mm-hmm. up, boys. Sit down. That, that Miss that, that Arthur are, is talking about. That's yes. right. That's right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, he's, if this was 1800s, Beto would be deemed as one of those um, in lovers, you know, and, and so that's why they want him to that's shut up it. because he's not representing right. those people. He's representing right. the other people. And so th- th- these are the things that we have to continue to fight. Uh, we can't be weary in our well-doing. We are doing well. We have to continue That's to fight. It. But we have to get smarter. Amen. We have to get smarter. Yes, yes, 
we're, we're, you're absolutely 100% correct. We may come back to this, but I, w- I want to talk a little bit about, Mr. Arthur and I have dialogued a little bit uh, today on uh, Memorial Day and, and black history. You hear me talking about that black history is 365 days per year, every single year. And so, so many people don't really know how Memorial Day really uh, got started. So we want to, to bring that forward. We want to educate those who may not know and, and uh, revitalize uh, those who uh, maybe have not thought about this for a very, very long time. And so we, we want to look at the dates of May the 1st, 1865, what actually happened uh, during that, that first war when there was a mass grave of uh, Union soldiers that were just dumped in the, in, in the mass grave. And so the people got to get – I'm sorry, I'm sorry, say again. Black Union soldiers are Union soldiers. Yes, right? yeah, black, the black ones, the black ones. I'm sorry. Yes, black. We're talking about black history. Remember, just keep that in mind as I opened that up. I said black history, and it's 365 days per year. So thank you, Mr. Arthur. I'm talking about the black soldiers who were dumped in a mass grave and, and just left there. And so people came forth to give them a proper burial and memorialize them uh, to uh, say that we recognize that these people should have an actual grave. So the first Memorial Day celebration was in Hampton Park in Charleston, North Carolina, and people um, people were out there celebrating in in that area. Uh, I'm sorry, South Carolina, uh, out there uh, celebrating uh, today. Uh, uh, and there was a big news brief that came uh, out uh, today showing the people out there. And, and you had a lot of Caucasian people uh, that, uh, that were out there celebrating today. But it was, it was more than 250 prisoners that died and were buried in these mass graves. And so with that being said, that's when uh, Memorial Day actually uh, first started. It was black ministers and missionaries and and various people uh, after the Confederacy happened uh, that they came forth and and had that Memorial Day. So from that point, that's how uh, Memorial Day was started. So we just want to make sure that people really know the history of things. And and then there was someone who wrote an article, I think uh, Dr. Gaither, that wrote an article that said uh, everything, everything was done uh, by black people. Well, we know that blacks uh, actually did the actual hands-on work, the physical work, right? And we know that a lot of sure. things were uh, were created because they were so smart. They wanted to make their work a lot easier. So they, so, so I, I think that's where that work harder and not work smarter and not harder came about. It came about from our ancestors. I really believe that because they wanted to make it a little easier for them since they knew that they had to actually uh, do the work, the actual hands-on work. There was some uh, uh, black folk that worked inside of the house. Go ahead, Mr. Arthur. So they were the creators. That's what they were. Yes. And, and, yes, and, and like you say, when you do the work, 
then then you think of things because you because you're doing a repetitive work, so you think of things. You and, exactly. and so and we have a natural creative ability, whether they tell us how to read or not. Intelligence is intelligence, and so you know they have met, you know they, they haven't been able to beat that out of us anything else. So we've used all of those skills, uh, you know, to make it in a complicated world. You know, after that's I've right. I've seen that. I've seen that. I think I've seen that. Uh, your YouTube video again, looked at again today. I was going, I was going, man, you know, I mean, America ain't even, you know, Hannibal, Hamlin. Wow, I'm still going away by that one. Cause I just had never really thought about it. I had never, because, because, you know, like it wasn't taught. And I consider myself, a, sure. you know, a checking out, a checking things out kind of person. And I didn't know about and food and yeah, and black history. Go ahead. Yeah, and I didn't know about the first dark skin. Uh, Vice President of the United States of America. Abraham well, let me just share this with you, Mr. Arthur. I talked about this back in the 80s, that, mm-hmm. that President Obama was not the first African-American uh, black president. I talked about that way back then in the 80s. It was very popular uh, in, in, around in, in my community. That was even before... I went into the military. And so when we were talking about the black dollar and how important the black dollar is and how important it is to try to keep as much of our monies in our own community, we were talking about how quickly uh, the money in the black community went out of the community. Uh, That's one of the reasons why I wanted to build up the historical part of North Tyler uh, because this is where North, this is where Tyler began. This is where our history began, and so we we hear about how long the money stays in the Jewish community, how long it stays in the Caucasian community, how long it stays in the uh, Hispanic community, and then we talk about how long it stays in how many hours. Uh, well, it's called, stays in the it's called a velocity of money. It's called velocity of money, and, and, right? and, and, and just put in simple terms. If you don't have uh, entities within your community to where money is exchanged for services within your community, yes, sir. If you, yes, if you don't sir. have that, if you don't have that, then 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 when you get the money, then you go into North Dallas to to North Park Mall. You know what I'm saying? So your money, yes. so your money didn't stay. You drove it right over to North Dallas. So because you didn't have, so it's pretty much you didn't have anywhere in the area. Very good, and, and, and I'm yes, and I'm so happy that you brought out the reason, Mr. Arthur, why the resources don't stay in the community simply because we don't have a place where we can actually sell, a uh, purchase, mm-hmm. buy and sell in that community. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Right. Well, that's all like the reason that, that uh, they're doing so for reparations for the. Oklahoma uh, Black Wall Street uh, bombing, uh, you know, that's right here in U.S. of A. And we had planes that flew over and dropped bombs <laughs> over the black community and destroyed the Black Wall Street. So now they're going through the case. I don't know how it ended up, if it's still going on or what, but I need to check into that. But, I mean, we yes, had going that. On, the, I, the, the judge, let, uh, update, uh, update the judge, let, update the judge, did let up the, the, the case, the case will go forward. Yeah, go ahead. Great, great. Well, okay, watch this. So uh, the McKellers, well, not necessarily, uh, just, uh, Dr. McKellar, I don't know your family's maiden name or your name, 
But uh, the Rollins, E-R-W-I-N. E-R-W-I-N, Irwin. Irwin Street in Tyler, Texas. There you go. See what I'm saying? So I have Otis Cooper Street in Magnolia. We're actually in Brooklyn, Texas, which is mostly white, where the KKK used to be. Now we have Otis Cooper Street up there. And then now farther south we have Willie. No, it's backwards. Willie Cooper and then Otis Cooper in Magnolia Springs and uh, Willie Cooper uh, in uh, Brooklyn, Texas. Well, we had our own little community, but it was destroyed when they realized that we were prospering because we did business with ourselves because we were not, not allowed to do business in town uh, with anyone else. We were not allowed. So we got our alcohol. Uh, they called it uh, moonshine, but, you know, it was ours, and you had to pay yeah. us for it. Uh, same thing. So we've had three different beer joints. We had our own crop. We had our own farm. We had our own cows, our own cattle. All, we were self-sufficient, and they didn't like it, so they came in, intimate domains, uh, took our mineral my, rights. My, Michael, my, Michael, you can Google it. Uh, after after Reconstruction, we had all them things, people in power and everything, and then Right. And then uh, over through, we, we had over 3,000 black towns and cities and stuff, yeah, your, your black townships and so forth. And, 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 uh, and the white supremacists machine. But now they went around and they, 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 literally, they literally killed people. They literally, you know, took their right. stuff. They literally yeah. de- decided not to do democracy. You know, that's what I'm saying. Well, they gave it, you a penny it, for an acre of land. They, they, they gave my grandfather a penny. He had 200 acres. Gave him a penny, took it from him. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, if he got a penny, hey, here. If he got a penny, then he got he got a lot more than a bunch of them got because most of them they just got uh, ran off. This took this took away from them. Yes. He was a bad yeah. man, though. You're right, but yeah, no, and I and I he got a penny, but they knew. Yeah, yeah, he got a penny. Okay. And, and this yeah, is well, like thirties like and 40s. Yeah, and I'm just saying that that once people really be, really began, I mean, I see why they, I, mean, I see why the, the the people, the people that's that's running this, the, the you know these uh, elite elite oligarchists that's running this system that they don't want folks to understand America's real history. Look, America after the Civil War, they was actually headed toward, you know, doing something, you know, you know, equal and stuff like that. That's how there's some public schools, you know, came up, you know, black and white folks got there in the South, you know, and it was real, I mean, it was creating a lot of real stuff. And then the folks with the money got scared, you know, and then, and then they started trying to shut it. And after they started trying to shut it down, you know, race codes and all that stuff. And then, they, and then the North, oh, yeah, red the North sold, and, the, and the North, well, well, the North sold us out. Johnson, Johnson sold us out. You know, they, the, 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 the guy said, he said, the only reason, that, that, that Lincoln didn't get assassinated during his first term was because they didn't want Hannibal uh, 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 Hamlin to be the president. Yeah. And after and after and after he got elected, about what six weeks later, you know they assassinated him. So I'm yeah. just saying, America has a lot of history, black history. Maybe you know, he that he was a real that, black man then and took him out. No, no, no. This is the weird part, man. This is what I keep trying. This is the real part. They had, and, and just keep, you just wrap your brains around it, uh, black folks came over here, the Puritans and all that stuff. It was black folks with them people too, black middle class uh, Europeans. And, and, yeah. and when they got to America, that the, the, they classified, even though they was black, they were classified as 
white. That's why Louis Gates, he said, you know, they were never slaves because they're from those, you know, those England families. So what I'm just saying is that, uh, uh, you know, that these folks, uh, uh, they have, the, the, the way the history is written, if, we, if folks just understand how much power and, and the direction that America was going in, and then it got stopped. It got stopped. Right. And, right. and, and then Woodrow Wilson, and Woodrow Wilson picked it up, and he implemented it. So it, this education system we got, the book, the, 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 the distorted history, Woodrow Wilson did that. Uh, Princeton just took his stuff down. So, so, they, so they don't even honor him up at Princeton anymore. So we need to get rid of all his schools and everything else. Do you remember Birth of a Nation? Mm-hmm. Had him up in the Yeah. You know, all that stuff. So, you know, he needs to go. You know, his stuff needs to go. Well, if you're going to do that, you, there are a lot of counties that's named after people, uh, Jefferson, Washington, all these counties we have. You'd be surprised. I had one guy challenge me when I was running for lieutenant governor and said, man, we got to change these counties because these people are slave owners. They were this. I say, man, this is a lifetime of work that we have to do here. The other thing is when you're looking at this stuff, and this is sad, but uh, Dr. McKellar, this is her show, and she says 365 Black History. So I want to just add to this. We're five and six generations behind. When we have companies out here, I'm going to give you some examples from Southeast Texas. Uh, Cons, mm-hmm. y'all, I don't know if you heard of Cons, C-O-N-N-S, appliance store. We can go and buy uh, appliance and computers and oh, now yes, furniture and lawnmowers. Of course. Okay, well, we have Okay, well, there you go. That was founded in Beaumont, Texas in like 1901, 1905, 1909. Okay, okay. Uh, okay. That, that's six generations ago. That's founded in Beaumont. TSO, they, they changed from Texas State Optical to TSO so that you can sell lens, lenses everywhere. That, w- that was founded here in Beaumont, Texas, six wow. or seven generations ago. The guys, the, the, the Rogers brothers, part owner of Caesar's Palace back in the day that started uh, uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, Jason's Deli. I don't know if you heard of Jason's Deli. Of course. Uh, that's a, a, a food chain restaurant. Okay, we, have, so we have them here, door Tyler. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Jason's Deli. All of that was founded here like in 1904, 1944. Those things wow. are seven generations ago. My point that I'm trying to make is that it wasn't until the 1960s that some of us had our dump truck services, our lawn service, and things like that. And then we right. had society strip us because of uh, tax and, and issues like that, and we couldn't pass it on to our family. So we're behind. And so when people start talking about reparations, we're just talking about what's, what's deserved because we were not That's allowed correct. to continue, like you were saying earlier, about inventing things. Uh, you know, we don't have the patents to those things. And after six generations of having patents mm-hmm. to, to certain things, that's, that's billions of dollars. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, I should, know, I should be able to know who the, who, who the refrigerator person dynasty family is. I mean, you know, you know where you, I mean, where they money go? You know, so it's like, yeah, you know, we, but, but hey, but hey, but right now, we, right now we have right now and we're still creative. And, uh, you know, we're in a time now where we're going to create some new stuff. Exactly, Mr. Arthur. And I'm so glad you said that because now's the time for us to focus on generational wealth, to make sure that we pass and we leave things down the line for our uh, offsprings. Uh, 
uh, that's coming when we're long gone. We talk about people who are long gone, and I didn't even know all of that history right down the street where all of these companies began. I didn't know they began there in Beaumont, Texas. I just know that they're flourished all over the place. They're everywhere, uh, all across they're the everywhere. country, to be exact. To be exact, yeah. Family-owned. Family, Zumo's sausage, Beaumont, Texas, family-owned, and they protect secession. They're looking on purpose. Uh, uh, Nacol's jewelry, when they, and when they find out that they are, are cannot reproduce, they go out and adopt, adopt children and groom them to take over their family business and give them their Absolutely. last name to continue it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, well, we already, yeah, we, are, we, already, we already talked about Tucker Carson being an ado- adopted into a family, right? And he's inheriting the, offspring, the, the money from that family. We talked about him a couple of weeks ago or last week or whenever it was. And and that's your point. Well taken, they go out and adopt kids. If they can't have them, they go and adopt them and, and pass that generational wealth down to make sure that it doesn't go anywhere else. The American system working, and it's something that's going on currently. Okay. Currently we have, uh, we have the marijuana legalization uh, process that's going on right now. Now notice what's happening. They got there's there's like about four, you know, four or five states where it's straight up legal. Da, da, da. Uh, and then what they're doing is they passing laws to make sure that certain people can't get into the business. In the meantime, they're getting a head start on setting up everything, right? By the time by, by the time they blow it up, you know they're gonna be in all the power places in it where they're gonna control the whole thing. And that's after locking us up for all them years for nothing. So and, and we become a better America when we all are thinking the same, breaking generational curses and creating generational wealth. That's a better America. That's a better tax base. Then we no longer worry about Social Security going away. So so when we do better, as Brother Arthur always say, the the whole tide rises. Everybody rises. We all do better. That's right. That's right. I agree with you 100 <laughs> percent. So, Mr. Arthur, can you bring forth some of those presidential names uh, that uh, we want to talk a little bit about that? Uh, because a lot of people just need to know, uh, and, and Mr. Arthur laid it out so beautifully today when we were talking. He says uh, the photographs, and we know, we know uh, that long years ago people would have pictures on their walls, black people I'm talking about, on their walls, in their homes, and they would have Jesus Christ on a wall in their homes. Uh, we didn't have that at our house, but I know a lot of people who did, and, and, and it did not look like the description that's laid out in the Bible. It is laid out in the Bible uh, characteristics of what Jesus looked like, right? And so, but if you looked at those yes. photographs, that we saw on the walls of black families uh, in their homes, it didn't look anything like what the Bible described as Jesus Christ, right? Mr. Arthur, mm-hmm. any comments? Uh, Pastor Cooper, yes. that's just your avenue right there. Uh, you can even, yes. even talk about that. We, when, we, when we talk about woolen hair, well, right. we know what that means, right? Feet of, bron- feet of bronze. It, it means that he has feet of bronze. to it. That's it. <laughs> Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mr. Arthur, you comments. Yeah, 
Yeah, uh, 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 you know, in, in that in that uh, special I was looking at, you know, basically what was interesting was the fact that you could actually have black people that was white. Well, and what we need to understand is that before 1776, there was there were most black folks over here, and so and so and so it really, if you think about it in that terms, it's not surprising that probably most of those Declaration of Independence signers had some black in them, more than likely. Because that's just what it was then, and so uh, and, and so you know, like folks like uh, uh, Jefferson, President Jefferson, Andrew Jackson, mm-hmm. there you go, there you go, and, you know, and, uh, Warren G. Harding, you know, so they, there you, know, you go. So, you know, they, so basically, you know, what we need, we need to have everybody in America go take a DNA test, and I bet most of the race. Yeah, they, they don't want to. Well, some of them admit it. Some of them admit it. I, I, I've spoken to some in the South, and they say, oh, yeah. But then you still have some of those people that, you know, they don't want you to call a Richard because it means that you may be some Creole, which means that there may be some dipping and skipping. They don't want that. So they go by Richard. They don't want Richard. You know, they go by Hebrew, not a bear. you know. So, but, so to admit that. Here's the thing they want you to understand, though. White is a status, not a race. In other words, Absolutely. in other words, them poor white people, them poor white people that that, that, that think, you know, look here, they ain't even white. I mean, you know, they, you know, they not white, because white is a status. I mean, I mean that's in right. America's history that it's a status. So that means that, in other words, you can be black and be white, because it's a status if <laughs> if it's bestowed upon you, you know. Well, so what's your uh, Senator Scott? What's his name? He thinks he's that. Was his uh, name Scott? Scott? Tim Scott? Scott? I can't think of his. I can't think of his full name. He's thinking about running for president. The Republican. Tim Scott. Uh, Tim oh, yeah, Tim Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim Scott. Okay, Tim Scott. Okay, Tim Scott is a good example. Uncle, Uncle Tim. Uncle Tim Scott. He thinks he's one of those. Yeah, he's white. The, the white privilege. Oh, yeah, he's white. Yeah. He, he, yeah, he's white. Yeah, he's white. He's white. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He, he has that status. He has that status. Right. Mm-hmm. He's white. Interesting. And Clarence Interesting. Thomas thinks he's the same. Clarence Thomas. Right. Well, yeah. No, he's white. Yeah. No, no, he's white too. No, no, he's right. white. He's white. He's white. <laughs> you know, by, by way of Gullah, but but he's white. They, they let me yeah. into the back door. Hey, 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 let me tell you something. If they pass some laws, if they pass, if they go through that abortion stuff and then they start passing all these marriage laws and stuff. Look here, Hunger, his wife probably, look here, she don't want to divorce him, right? But she's going to make the court say she got to leave. Hey, Clarence, I got to leave you because, you know, we can't, black and white folks can't be together no more. So I'll see you later. So, hey. <laughs> I would okay, know. That, 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 that privilege. All night. You yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, that, that privilege still it. exists, Ms. Arthur. She, not, she doesn't have to do anything that she didn't want to do. She yeah, yeah, did. Yeah, if they pass the law where if they go back to where black and white folks can't marry each other again, then hey, something's gonna have to happen. That's all I'm saying. This show is brought to you by Northern Delight. Uh, uh, <laughs> <of> Northern Delight. <laughs> love it, love it. The opinions on this show may not reflect yes, those views of the sponsors, not the sponsorship. You can find oh us goodness. at. I think, <laughs> the shirt is teaching. The shirt is teaching. 
And Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday, your show food Sunday on Sunday, and then you can you can order right from that buffet. Come through that line and look and see what you want, and order it right there. And uh, so that's and the every food, Tuesday the, the, and, and Thursday. And the food is tasty. Food is tasty. And the food is Food's very, good. very, very food tasty. <laughs> and yeah, they serve black and white, Republican and Democrat. And we serve everybody. Care. We, don't we serve care. everybody there. Hey, 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 I'm glad you mentioned that, hey, Pastor Cooper. Okay, go ahead, Mr. Arthur. I was going to say that that's, that, really, that's no more absurd than 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 black folks being from Europe and they white. I mean, I'm still trying to wrap around that. That's, a, that's right there. He still got me. But Clarence but Mr. Gates wanted to do the, do the answer. You know, he said, because he said all the time that his folks wasn't, you know, they were never slaves. I wonder how that happened. Now I know he's from one of those European families. Well, here, here's here's what we're working on for our September the third uh, event um, that we're going to honor sixteen families that we have been doing uh, ancestry dot com. Uh, our genealogist, and we've had her on uh, on our Thursday show, Miss Dorothy Franks, and so we're going to honor those families. Uh, and all of the work that they have done here in East Texas, uh, my family actually uh, is, is included in that family. Even my husband's family is included in that family. They, um, their names were McKellars, and some things happened within their families, and some left and, and went away to live in other areas and changed their names to McClendon. And they found out some years late, uh, back after doing Ancestry.com, that uh, some other parts of their families. So we're going to mm. honor and, and talk about them. We're going to have at a big, big uh, event uh, like the uh, Cattle Baron's Ball, kind of similar to their event. We're going to have it out on the land. Uh, we're going to recognize those families uh, who have done great things, who have developed things, who've actually been able to purchase land and secure land and farm. And even though many of them uh, had to close their farms down because USDA told them that there was no monies, and later on we found out the, the Black Farmers Association was established, and we found out there was plenty of money. The USDA had plenty of money, but they denied they denied people like my grandfather and you all's ancestry, and everybody denied them the opportunity to get money so that they could farm their crops and grow their their farm is oh, okay. Go here, ahead. Shirley. What you, Shirley, what do you think about what do you think about Biden reappointing the same guy that fired that that fired uh, that lady that time that was over that was over the uh, uh, you know over that area? Uh, what was his name? Vilsack. He put Vilsack right back mm-hmm. in that position again. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Oh, you ain't know that. I did not. Between Vilsack and, and Eric, look here. Between Vilsack and Eric and, and, and that Garland guy, I don't right? Know. I did not realize yeah, that. Yeah, he put Vilsack back in there. You know, after he did that thing to that lady, you know, uh, you know, ran off, and then and, and then later on found out it was a lie. You know, the you know right went right bar them. Uh, you know, ran you know ran you know Fox News ran the thing on, and then you know Obama, he's just so scared of everything. I guess he just. Next thing you know, they done fired the lady. Put, had her pulled over on the side of the road and fired her. And then he put him back in there. 
and he put him back in there, and, you know. And, See, I, and I heard him call. So I heard him call Mitch McConnell, and I heard him call Mitch McConnell rational yesterday. And I'm going, oh lord. Who called Mitch McConnell rational? Uh, 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 Biden. Pre- President you know, Biden. You know, yeah, you know somebody. You know they You know he. You know You know about Mitch got corn. I'm talking about doing something on gun. Uh, you know on uh, on a gun issue. And he gonna call, and he and he said that you know, uh, you know he he's talking about Mitch. He said, well, you know, he's a rational, you know, he's a rational da da da. You know, I'm going, yeah, oh, y'all need to stop. Y'all need to stop. You know. Well, oh, yeah. they're 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 rational from that. You know, these these are we have to remember these are people that worked hand in hand, side by side with each other for years, and they see people differently from what we see all we see we don't know them up close and personal we know each other up close and personal if someone tried to tell us that that we were something other than who we are we'd be fighting against that so these people work hand in hand for years and years and years uh, side by side they they worked on the bench together right. they went out and played golf together you know they are friends after hours uh, even though they may be on uh, one may be a republican one may be a democrat uh but uh god translation we did a lot of dirt they, together they've they, they've uh, uh, they had children and, and and godparents like like you're saying pastor cooper they they're friends they've been friends yeah. forever and um yeah we did it yeah, yeah remember we work. did the, we did the drug crime bill together remember when we locked up all them black folks come on you, 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 we buddies mm-hmm. we buddies mm-hmm. you and, and and you know yeah, and, 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 and here's what i here's what i said to people when they talked to me about the three strikes and you out so I said, you don't have to worry about McKellar doing strike one, strike two, or strike three. Mm-hmm. But okay, but I'm going to give it to you for strike one. But we all know right from wrong. So why get in, why put yourself into the system? Yes, there are a lot of people who are in the system who should not be in the system. They are locked up uh, for uh, crimes that they did not commit. Uh, maybe because they were in the wrong place at the wrong time, whatever the case may have been. But I say to my people, black folk, okay, if you made a mistake the first time you you got into some criminal activity the first time, don't go back there again. So don't don't worry about the three strikes and you're out because you didn't go back for the second strike. So I'm not going to go put myself into any position where I, I like my freedom. Let me tell you a story about that. It'll be quick. About this, about this guy, matter of fact, I posted on my, I, I got it saved on myself. I'm going to have to run it again. But it's this guy, okay. that, that this black guy back in the, uh, you know, back in the uh, 70s, I think it was, uh, you know, that he was approached by, he was approached by, uh, you know, by the FBI and them and so forth about work, about working for him, you know, about come working in the service and stuff. You know, and he didn't want to mm-hmm. do it. And so anyway, so yeah, because he was all, you know, he's you know, working on his smart guys, you know, get his, get his master's and doctor and do whatever he's gonna do. So anyway, but but they really wanted him, you know, for some reason. But anyway, to make a long story okay. short, they set him up. They set him up. Right, right. They set him up. Right. And then, a lot of people and then put him in a position, and then put him in a position where he had to choose to come work with them and do what they do what he wanted, or. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're gonna like you know like so. So I'm trying to tell you, it ain't a lot of times. And again, 
because we have to understand too, the system is rigged and it's rigged against us. Uh, yes. You know, the system knows that we need to have institutions in our community to hold money in it, but they make no effort to make that happen. They do redlining and all that kind of stuff to keep it from happening. So all I'm saying sure. is that, and then they go build the prison, ten, you know, go, you know, go build the jail cells so they can make some more money. So all I'm saying is, you know, we need to get off the treadmill as far as thinking, and and, and uh, you know, because again, we need to have something for these young folk, young minds to go do. If we don't have mm-hmm. enough for them to go do, you know, and then you got a, a CRT system now where black kids are being being, being raced upon. Uh, by white kids in these classes now. See what I'm saying? You know, and mm-hmm. it's okay. You know, but it ain't okay. So I'm just saying that, you nope. know. We got a lot of work to do, y'all, because I'm telling you. Yes, sir. Uh, that's what's going yes, on sir. in this room right now. Yeah. Hey, Brother Arthur, I'm let, with let you. me ask you an opinion or something. Now, I, and Dr. Gill, let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. What, what are your thoughts about uh, boycotting companies and things like that? Uh, what, are you, what, what are your thoughts? And, uh, when it comes to uh, companies supporting certain things or activities that most people are not appreciative of, what, what, what are your thoughts about boycotting? Boycotts are very effective. Boycotts are very effective. Very much. Very. If they, if, they, if they are led, if they are led by a movement or a cause, uh, it has to be led by a movement or a cause. To make it effective, uh, and so basically, you know, the way it is down, the way it's set up now, most of them corporations we want to boycott here. They didn't give money to our organizations. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can give them the well, boycott. They, well, they know how to uh, keep us in line, so to speak. Um, it, it's always about the dollar bill, and that is that. If I give you money. I own you more or less, and uh, you know what I'm saying. So, and I'm for boycotting, and I I agree with uh, Mr. Arthur that it has to be it has to be so structured, and 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 you got to have a lot of people uh, to help you. Uh, Say, for instance, one of the largest things uh, boycotts that you have seen in this country. Probably is, excuse me, uh, uh, protecting animal rights. Very, very important uh, in in this country. And it's been very powerful and very strong since the 80s. You better not do anything against animals in this country. You are in trouble. Ask Michael. Ask Michael. That's exactly. You you haven't heard, you don't hear nothing about him anymore, do you? No. Wipe them off. That's why I'm nice to my alley cat. <laughs> you would have an alley cat. Hey, let me, let me ask you a question. Uh, I can have them in half. I can have them in half. We don't play, we don't play that. Uh, but, but, you, but, you have, people, but you've seen success in boycotting. Go ahead, um, uh, Pastor Cooper. Uh, Sorry. Days, uh, it's kind of hard to figure out who's what, what's what. Give you an example. Uh, when I saw Bucky's, uh, expanding years ago, you know, I'm one of those guys. I, I'm an entrepreneur. I called. I, I, I said, I want in on this. I, 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 listen, I want a piece of the there pie. There you go. I just want a piece there of the pie. Go. But I found there out they go. weren't franchising, and I, and I spoke to the owners. And then uh, I was a little salty. I'm going to admit because I know that they were making money. 
And now they're even smarter than ever before because most of the material yep. in there, uh, the product is, has their name and symbol on it. So they're making mm-hmm. it from, from the beginning to the end. Uh, yep. So, but then I started doing research on them. And I found out as profitable as they are, and by the way, they starting off $16, $19, $21 an hour. So people can't tell That's me right. you can't pay good wages and not be successful. They're very successful. That's okay? right. Very, very. But they're, all, they're also conservative, and they donate a lot of their money to the Republican Party. Now, I hadn't yes. heard them say anything stupid or, uh, or chaotic, but when, when you're looking at, at, at people like that, that donate so much money, I mean, I'm just asking you all, you got me by one day in age, and, and you're, you're veterans, and you have lots of wisdom. So so you hear people say, well, I'm not wearing, I, I have people around me, I'm not wearing Nikes because uh, Nike support Kaepernick, and so they boycott Nike. Now, they're not part mm-hmm. of any organization, they're not part of anything. This is rumor mill, this is conversation, and so sure. that group of people are, are barking, they, they're wearing I'm telling you, uh, no name sneakers now. They burn the they, uh, Nike. Let me see how boycotts work. They not boycotts work. They they led no. by you know people, or they can be uh, you know simultaneous. And I'm giving one a boycott that just happened, and then nobody put out no kind of nothing. It's just right. they, you know yeah. the word went out, and it, and it ain't worth my sense. Uh, a Tommy Hill figure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, right. I remember, same thing. Yeah, I remember. Same it thing. popped. Ain't got a word went out. Ain't got a word went out. I don't know what it was. Like, I ain't see, ain't, like anybody, anybody tell me to boycott it. You know, the words went around. Hey, look, you know what? Tommy Hilfiger don't like, hey, it rhymes with Hilfiger. Right. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Well, how is Tommy Hilfiger doing now? How is he doing? I mean, because that's been yeah, a while. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to tell you. That's what I'm telling you. You don't see nobody, you don't see nobody no Tommy Hilfiger. At least I don't. Now, I'm sure white people no, ain't heard yeah. Well, well, the last year, and remember when was it? Sometime at the end of of twenty one, they were talking about boycotting um, Amazon uh, because uh, of their their usage of uh, of not paying avoidance of paying taxes. Well, there's a whole lot of them not uh, not paying any taxes. But you know, Amazon got so popular last year uh, and setting up. Uh, uh, little uh, pop-ups yeah. everywhere, all across the nation, everywhere. Every, people people order stuff on Amazon before they go into a store and order mm-hmm. anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Remember when they went to the boycott then? That's still mm-hmm. going on. It's still going on. I feel I'm going to try my streets at least once or twice a day. Yeah, and that's just on yeah. my streets. So I think, yeah, oh yeah, they should. They're they're, they're worth they're worth here. millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. That's a that's a they're from the UK, right? And that where that started, that company started because they deal in euros. I believe. Jeff Bezos. Right. No, no, we talking about Amazon. Yeah. Jeff Bezos. Amazon. No, Jeff yeah. Bezos. Yeah. Jeff yeah. Bezos yeah. here. No, he's here. Right, but but I I know he's here, but I but I thought. Uh, it had something to do with uh, United Kingdom. Uh, and no, he's his, glo- I mean, he's global. Money. I know they're global. global, but I mean, but the mm. but the boycott the the uh, tax uh, the the tax issue of avoiding to oh, pay yeah, taxes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. That's why it wasn't. That was in the that was in the UK. 
Right. No, yeah, Biden right. talked to him about that, you know, but that's how, you know, that's that rich man game. They be playing, you know, they be playing it, each other. Yeah, it, cause, yeah the, it was the, the yeah, I mean, because uh, yeah. it was so like tons and tons, billion, mm-hmm. a billion, I mean, I think, there, of course, their money is in euros and it's in pounds, but, mm-hmm. I, but that's what that was really all about, uh, the big thing with the, uh, avoiding to pay taxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, <laughs> the more you make, the more they, the more they take. But like oh I say, you know, I, I know, I know we're gonna have to. I know something. Uh, again, we had to, you know, in that change period, y'all. This was looked like we had to speed up a little bit too. But we're in this change moment, and so uh, we're gonna see the first inklings of footprints. What's gonna happen after this election coming up? Uh, okay, let's talk a little bit about that. About the election coming up, we know. Um, we know, let's see, we know Mike Collier, um, I'm talking about um, statewide Democrats. He won right. uh, his seat to run. And then we know uh, locally here in East Texas and uh, SD1, Senate District 1, we know Jefferson run, uh, won his seat. Uh, he got 75 to 80% of the votes against uh, Victor Dunn, uh, the unknown person. And so, so um, going, uh, he worked uh, up against you. Uh, uh, Gomer? He's now, going against, no, no, not Gomer. Gomer is done. He's going up against okay. Moran. You remember, you remember Gomer ran for attorney general, and he's out the doorway. He's, right. he's, he's he out shot himself real good in the foot. Yeah, he's a, he's a Gomer. Yeah. We won't hear, from, we won't hear <laughs> nothing from him anymore. <laughs> so Moran, okay. That's why, that's why I wanted to clarify. Moran. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, judge Moran, who has already stepped right. away from being a county judge. We have a new a county judge now, uh, uh, Judge Franklin. Uh, who was once on city council. He was once the uh, fire chief for the city of Tyler. Uh, then he was a county commissioner, and then now he's uh, stepped up from county commissioner up to judge. So we okay. talked a lot. I talked. We were at one of our uh, community meetings on this past week, and I talked to him a lot about mental, uh, mental health, mental illness, and cause we, mm-hmm. cause we have 30% of, uh, of the prisoners in Smith County right now who are actually mm-hmm. mentally ill. And so uh, Judge Moran was talking about uh, building more jail cells uh, to house more people. Uh, and we already also know that Smith County uh, uh, prison, jail system is under a, a dissent decree uh, for... Mm-hmm. Um, it's all over Texas. Now the same yeah, Dow, same thing. Okay. All right. Well, well, poor housing, uh, poor jail conditions uh, here in our jail. So we need to improve on that. And so he went before uh, our the sheriff, Larry Smith, went before Austin. And so we're still under that decree. Uh, and so we got to clean it up and make it better. Mm-hmm. And some of these some of these prisoners are going for days and days, seven, eight, nine, ten days, no shower. No nothing. Poor food. Uh, just a, a mess. Go ahead, Ms. Arthur. That's like the immigration issue. Uh, you know, we got to we got to handle it from the front end. All that stuff you just had to talking okay. about. Mm-hmm. Is, uh, until uh, until we're able uh, and allowed to self determination, where we can invest in our own communities, where we can create our own institutions, so so that money can stay in more than one one day. Uh, once we can uh, get that set up. Then we'll be able to then it'll slow it down on the other end. Why? Because we would have redirected those negative energies that go out and create 
stuff that's not good for anybody. And so basically what we need to do, uh, again, is double down and, and talk real loud about what's going on in the classrooms right now and what our kids need. You know, we need to be, sure. you know, we need to be, you know, uh, I mean, like on that, like on, you know, like, because that's where the misdirection is going down. Remember that that, that Woodrow Wilson program is still working. It's still working. That's sure. what we did. That CRT stuff, that's from that. Woodrow, thank Woodrow Wilson for that. That something like that could okay. even, you know, be, you know, be profited from or something, you know. So I'm just saying that, uh, uh, yes, folks on our kids. So we can do that, then that'll slow down that prison thing on the other end. Sure. Prison uh, school to prison pipeline. Um, so that we th- we thank Prairie View A&M University for uh, working on uh, that project and setting up offices in Dallas and Houston, uh, Waller County, Prairie View, and, of course, Tyler, Texas. Uh, and we thank... Um, our sorority, uh, our sorority brother, excuse me, our fraternity brother and Mr. Arthur's frat, uh, frat brother, uh, Dr. Uh, Terrence Allen, for writing that grant and setting it up so that he can work in conjunction with uh, various colleges uh, to help to make sure that we keep our young boys out of the prison system, our young kids out of the prison system in the public schools, boys and girls out of the prison system. We'll be working closer with Texas College, and then in Dallas, Texas, be working with the, um, uh, what's the name of the HBCU there in Dallas, Texas, on on Simpson, Paul Quinn, Paul Quinn College, yes, and then working with Prairie View College, Preview A and M University and working with um, Texas Southern University. Those are the areas that we'll be working closely with, and I am happy to be able to serve on that board to make sure that it happens. And working directly with uh, with elementary uh, and middle schools, so you got to get them early and and teach them. Uh, yeah. Not to not to go down that road, and we don't have to be concerned with uh, three strikes and yeah and all of that stuff. We've got to train. The only way we want them in the system is they become lawyers and they become um, law enforcement and and police officers and and uh, those those kinds of uh, positions, and certainly not uh, as a prisoner wearing a an orange suit. We don't want that uh, to happen. I want to. I want to ask a, a couple. Go ahead. Any comments? I'm saying we want to recycle uh, those. You know, these kids. We want to recycle them back into. We want to have a system in our community where where they can come back and contribute, right? Where they can correct come back and bring it. Correct. Something where they can come back to. That's right. I agree with you. Where they can come back to. Yes. Well, let me ask a, a question. Of, of you guys, we know that uh, there are, uh, the Divine Nine is composed basically of uh, African Americans. Uh, the fraternities are black men and the sororities are black women in the Divine Nine, even though some of the uh, sororities have kind of opened up a little, they've laxed it a little bit and they have some, and I don't know about the fraternities, but I know um, oh. there's a, a little scattered few of Caucasian no, no, women no. who were positioned themselves to uh, become members of uh, of the black uh, sororities and fraternities. And I don't know about you, your 
fraternity, uh, AFIA, do you have some Caucasian men that are part or others, uh, Hispanics or whatever? Well, we have we have we have Hispanics and Caucasian, but the one that one that I I have to go on and claim because because it is what it is. But uh, Mike Moran, the school board, okay. the school board. Uh, uh, well, I'm just gonna say that school board guy. Okay, in Dallas. Now you know he's at the state. He's over He's at the state. He's a He's over TA. Mike Morath. Mike Morath. If you use, uh, if you if you brought in the 
and said the Black Farmers Association or this uh, gala is being sponsored by the Black Farmers Association. Do you think well, that's well, a as, as, as a black farm, as a black farmer, as a former black farmer, and an that's FFA, right. and okay. an FFA member, Future Farmers of America. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, again, you know, and it's just a thing I ran into when we when when, when black folk create organizational structures. For some okay. reason, we, we 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 have tendency to when we okay okay like should we say black or not? Well, they black farmers, you know. But for some reason, we're worried about what what white folks feel like. We, we, we really and they got nothing to do. We, yeah, when, when they got nothing to do with them, yeah, when they got, yeah, you know, when they got nothing to do with them, and so basically, what I'm just saying is that, you know, that the even that though it, even though you want it. to invite them, even though you want to, you, even though you will invite them and invite anybody, everybody, because it's a it's a fundraiser, it's a you're non it's a nonprofit organization, and you have um, a mission, and that mission may be because we know like today we we have 1.4 percent. Of, uh, of, of farmers who say that they are black or mixed, whereas mm-hmm. years ago when our family members were in, we had 14 to 20 percent. Most most of the black folk, mm-hmm. black men, were actually farmers. Am I right about it? Especially right. if they lived in well, certain well, parts of the yeah. country. Go ahead. Well, when we talk about reparations, uh, uh, you know, for you know, farming reparations should be one of them. Like I said, my grandpa. Yeah. Share crop on the quote half, and and right across the track and behind where we were farming at, the government gave away property to those folks from hungry and stuff. Gave you taught them how to farm, gave them these big old farms, taught them mm-hmm. how to work them and all that type of stuff. And we're still on the share crop farm. So you know, so you know, so those type of things, you know, uh, farming is one thing that should be incorporated into reparations. What was that said earlier, you know, he, he just proved my point that I said earlier in the 20s and 30s, you know, these folks come over here and they were given land. And still you have foreigners come over here. Next thing you know, the grocery store you, you shop in, in your community, little small stores, is owned by someone that uh, that's a foreigner. And they got SBA loans, government assistance, everything else. And you've been struggling to sell cool cups. And you can't get a loan to sell ice cream. Yes. It's called yeah, redlining. Yeah, it's called it's called systemic. It's, it's called it's called caste system. It's called systemic. You know, white supremacy. Uh, you know, economically, it, it, it's designed so it's like sy- that. Systemic racism. Yeah, it's, and, and it's designed like that. You know, and, and folks know how to, and, mm-hmm. and everybody know how to undo it. Everybody knows how to undo it. You know what I mean? So it's just it's just about okay. Why you don't want to undo it? Well, I'll lose my power and control over you. Magic Negro. If I do that, I need your magic. I need to control your output. So I'm saying I need to be able to okay. use you like a form baseball team, right? I call you up when I need you. You're 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 something else, Mr. Arthur. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, oh, so you say so. What I hear you guys saying is that you should. It's okay to use uh, that. Black, uh, black nurses, black, um, whatever organization. Well, you you have to in order for people to identify the the good that's going mm-hmm. on in the community on purpose. There you go. By these there minority uh, corporations, there you go. Uh, we we have to bring light to it. We have to. That, there you that's go. good out there. 
The, the shame of the go. matter is that that when you do use that and you have a convention, then only those folks show up. But actually, it's open to the world. Uh, I always have an issue them. with that. Yeah, to, to this day, one of the largest, uh, predominantly, uh, I call him America's preacher, T.D. Jakes. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I hear a lot of people talk about him, but I still see the cameraman showing the same woman that's white in his audience, but yet. Uh, outside his audience, uh, you, you have the other cultures that's listening to his word and stealing mm-hmm. a word without tithing or giving back to him. And so th- these are the kind of things that we have to fight every day. Uh, as we said earlier, uh, you know, if, if I spoke calmly with my cowboy hat on, I would not have just been ushered out of that with the words that Beto said. I would have been mm-hmm. handcuffed and kicked out. You know, sure. It, it, those are double, triple standards, and, and it's a shame yeah. uh, uh, of the matter. And it's going to be like that as long as as, as long as uh, the, the white power structure is able to uh, say who has white status, and that's what we're dealing right. with. You know, we, we, we're talking about you know, it's the and, and, and the killing part is that that it's always been like that, and I just didn't know it. I wish I knew that sure. a few years ago, but anyway, you know, but, but I know well, it now, but I'm just saying. Okay. found out that he, he's a black man you know, because uh, then he can't run home to Mama, you know, and Mama's neighborhood had to leave his neighborhood to to, to get the help, and, and then he had to act like a black man again, you know. Oh, Mama, help go. me. And what he's doing go. is crying out to his neighborhood and crying out to us. He's like, hey, y'all help me because the black man. And here, but because look at Mike, but because of his football prowess and his uh, uh, you know media persona, he was actually perceived as being a, a, a white guy. And, that's, and, and again, that's what I'm saying. So, so I'm saying that's what I'm saying. where it was deferred upon him. You know, you know, he, he's a good example, and, and he even got some white justice. You know, me and you couldn't have got that kind of justice. Right. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, right, right. Correct. Well, well, he he turned in his ghetto card. I say all the time, don't you, don't don't turn that in. Always hold on to that. Yeah. In other words, and hold all I'm saying is that don't forget from whence you came. Don't forget <laughs> the people do, that help you to get where you need to be, and that's the people in your community uh, where you came from, uh, and that's that's <laughs> we. The black community. Go, go ahead. You know, they had that front like he had to, he had one of those Michael Jackson type fronts. You know, when Mike Jackson kept getting all that story, I mean, I getting all you know, kept getting all of that stuff. You know, and all the stuff kept coming up. You know, and, and the black community. You know, I thing was, Lord, Lord, I hope Mike didn't have to go to the penitentiary. Oh, Lord, no. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was just like you know, you know, we'd want our little brother. So, I mean, man, I hope, man, I hope yeah. he ain't got to go to the penitentiary. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. But, but, so it was, he, he the same kind of fit was about OJ too. He, he turned to the uh-huh. community when he when he got the protection of the Muslims. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Mike ain't no fool. Uh, OJ the one had hmm. to come. You know, you know, he the one that came later. And, and look here, okay, he got out of it, right? He got out of it, and then and then, and then what he do? You know, I you know I think he just felt so guilty. He just said, you know what? I'm gonna give myself some time. You know, I'm gonna go up here and, yeah. and, and do something where so yeah. can put me in jail anyway. Now he knew they was gonna right. put him in jail. How you think? How you just gonna go up in a room in Vegas and take people's stuff? 
<laughs> well, no, but no, yeah. but these people's stuff was actually his stuff. His stuff, yeah. That yeah, stuff yeah, that he, he was going to get was actually it actually belonged to him that they removed out of his story. Yeah, I understand that. I understand that. I understand that part. But I'm saying, how you think? How you think you O.J. Simpson? How you think you ain't gonna go to jail if you go and get your boys and y'all go gangster go get your stuff? You know, you didn't call the police to go get your stuff. You didn't. Call, you just gonna go get it. That's all I'm saying. Uh, and it goes back, back goes back to that little bit of privilege that that you were talking about a few minutes ago. He still thought he had that little because his namesake. He still had that little. He thought he had that little bit of privilege that still that. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I mean, I, uh-huh. right, I'm the o- one that ran through pain. the airport. They paid me a gazillion dollars to run through the airport to catch the Hertz rental car. I mean, he still thought that he had it. That's what I believe. I don't believe that he yeah. he did this thinking that yeah. they wanted. Well, I need, I need you to arrest me because I'm guilty of something. I uh-uh, no, right. I don't believe that no. at all. He actually thought he'd get yeah, away with it. Well, because he knew it was. Well, you're not trying to play like he had a conscience. I, I said, well, you maybe had a conscience. Nah, nah. And, you know, and I, you know, and I'm not even, I'm, I watched that trial every single day, the entire trial, and they did yeah. not prove, they did not prove. As a matter of fact, that old broke down well, fellow that, that if he was a he was a tough dude if he took down both of those people in that little bitty small area of of that uh, entrance in that gate area he's a bad boy uh, if he took down both because I'm gonna yeah. tell you what and I I, I just think all that, I remember is if it don't fit you must have quit I'm, I'm sure you do yeah. I we all that's what everybody remembers that but I watched that I was stationed in California at that time I watched that trial wow. every single day every bit yeah. of it I did not miss one bit of that trial mm-hmm. <laughs> not one bit not one bit of it yeah I forgot who, I'm, I, I, and, forgot who I was mad at that, it's been a while and then, you, so, and then not only that we, my sister, my two sisters, and myself, we went to Johnny Cochran's celebration of it at uh, in Beverly Hills at the uh, at the big wow. hotel there, and mm-hmm. I never shall forget it because some, when I parked my car, I gave him, you know, the valet our car, and so mm-hmm. I had a very expensive camera that was in that car that had all kinds of amazing. Uh, photographs on it of events that I had attended with a lot of stars in California, and that somebody man. took that somebody took mm. that camera. Oh man! Took that oh, camera. Did, did, you, did you sue the hotel? No. Okay. No. 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 I didn't even oh, know man. it until we we were until we got home actually, and realized wow. that. When we went to get our things out, we actually didn't even get our things out until we, I was, was living in Loma Linda, California. Uh, so, you know, that that's 85 miles uh, in the Inland Empire and March Air Force Base is out there in, um, uh, out there. In the hey, uh, and, and, and the trial going to start at the uh, congressional uh, uh, proceedings, are they going to start next week? In, in next week? Is it next week? Mm-hmm. Yep. Huh? Yes, sir. I think what so. You think gonna, what you think gonna happen with all that right there? Well, what you think gonna? Uh, oh Shirley, boy! What you think gonna happen with all that right there? You, you oh think that? Boy. Uh, hmm. 
You think eventually you think they'll, you, you know, he said this weekend, uh, talking about mm-hmm. the election was a fake. <laughs> still, still talking about the same. Identity. What's amazing to me is these people still saying, I mean, these people that you think or you thought had a little bit of sense, a little bit of common sense, they're still mm-hmm. talking about this election was rigged and President Biden did not win this election. No, I wouldn't think that. <laughs> so what's going to happen to Trump? What's going to happen? Well, and his family? Well, you know, you know, it's so much. Look, they investigate. They finally investigate. You remember when, when, when Trump was in there, they, they, uh, 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 Jared didn't pass the pass the thing to get the clearance, and then Trump gave right. one in there. Where everybody remember that. There you now, go. There you go. Nobody did anything. We all sit there and watch that. Okay, now he gone. Now they okay. Now they investigating it. Really, really. The man that walked out the White House with all the secrets and you know, right? Yeah, and evidently Putin think he, you know, Putin thought he knew more than what he knew. I guess. You know, maybe Don gave him some bad papers, but uh, you know, yeah. uh, you know what's going on there is like, uh, hey, but now like now I think what's going to happen is I think that uh, uh, eventually, eventually they're gonna ha- they're gonna have to they're gonna have to indict him. They're gonna have to because yeah. if they don't, because look here, you, you can have one so. or two kind of you, no, 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 no. Here's the thing. Man, here's the thing. Happen, but they got you're gonna, Go ahead. You either going yeah, yeah. If you, if you, because because if you don't indict him, then it's Katie bar the door for everybody. You know what I mean? If they if they well, do indict him, then they are, then they're gonna uphold then they're, they're upholding the quote rule of law, which just applied look like a certain people right now. So if they want to write the ship. The powers that be, the the, and it's really gonna come down to the people, man. Really, not more than them. Uh, you know, what are we doing? You know, what are the, you know, that's what's gonna count. So basically, the, you know, don't put your faith in in these politicians. You get, we have to do this. You you, you can't wait on them to do it because you see what they're doing. We have to make them do yeah. what they're supposed to do. You know, right. and so that's what we gotta do. You know, hey, we gotta make them do. So I mean, we have to do it. Don't put your faith in them to do it. Don't trust them to do it. Call them and tell them what they need to do. Yeah. It's like they could have impeached him, but they didn't. Exactly. That's yeah. true. No, they did impeach him. No, they did impeach him. Yeah. They didn't. Well, yeah. They didn't well, impeach him. He was actually twice. He got impeached twice. He got impeached twice. He got impeached twice. Twice impeached. Yeah, twice impeached. But what happened? But he wasn't convicted. But he wasn't convicted. nothing. Nothing. That's right. Yeah, and see, and the reason because they didn't convict him. Waste of waste of taxpayers' money. The process that they went through. Didn't do anything with that. Right. Right. Now, Edgar, here, Edgar, you can't equate America's, our country's morality to to money. That's and see, that's the problem now. That's what folks doing. We we can't do that. You know, you know, we can't say, you know. you know, we just need to focus with our morality uh, and, and focus on them, telling them what they need to do, you know, and, and, and because I'm not going to be you – know, I believe we can have an effect on the stuff, I, I, and, and I still think we win it, you know, myself. Mm-hmm. You know, you know sometimes when you win, it's going to look like it, uh, I, you, know, I so, uh, you. you know, so I'm just saying, 
Uh, don't put your faith in them. Put your faith in yourself. That's what mine is. Mine and me. Mine and them. So, you know, don't do what I can do. And that's why I suggest everybody else to. I'm put my faith in no man, not even me. But I do have a trust in somebody. Faith in God. Yeah. <laughs> faith in God. That's it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, goodness, I don't know. We're in some real, real serious times. We see people refusing to testify, refusing, but I think we're, like Mr. Arthur says, I think we're at a point now where they can no longer refuse, but they need to bring uh, the general back. He's not a general anymore. Hopefully that he's stripped of everything uh, because he's Mm -hmm. a Disgrace to the armed forces, and that's Flynn. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, you yeah. know what they're going to do with, do with the ex-president in New York. Remember, they were supposed to go after him because of his taxes. They're going right. to go after him because of this. But then you don't hear anything right. about it. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 uh-huh, yeah, 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 the judge, remember, he's very litigious. So anyway, the judge threw out all of his stuff, so now they have Ivanka, him, and, and, and that other one, they have to go sit for depositions, and they have to, right. you know, you know, comply with the court's order. Right. That's right. Yeah, they've already got Donald Jr. and uh, Ivanka in there. To te- and they already testified, so there's no telling. They're going to they're gonna save their skin, I believe. You think they're going to testify oh, yeah, against their yeah. father? Yeah, they're going to save their own skin. <laughs> hey, they, hey, they, why are you going to go to jail with it? Hey, here. Hey, exactly. here. They're needing everybody going to jail. That's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, they need to get some more of them. There's some more out there. Somebody needs to bring Somebody needs to bring the cigarettes. Yeah, somebody need to bring the cigarettes. Yeah. Bring the cigarettes? Oh, yeah. Bring them some cigarettes. Uh, put some put some money on their books. You put some money on the books? Well, you know, everybody don't need to be yeah. in jail. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. what, what's her name? The wife, uh, Milana. She can put some money on she, their books. She she mad at Vogue. She say, she, she say she don't know why Vogue ain't put her on the cover. They put every other first lady on there except her. <laughs> yeah, she did come out and talk a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, but she's still I didn't know what Donald her. Trump though. I mean, she's not she's not selling anybody out. She still, you know, she knows where her bread is buttered. She is not you know, going she away. She still supports. Yeah, she, yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, all that money. Where would she go? I mean, ain't she? She ain't got nowhere to go. She got secret service yeah. protection. She go, exactly. Like exactly. She, 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 she didn't have to worry about. They gonna. Wait, well, it's the Constitution says they're going to take care of him for life, right? So yep. even if he's in jail. Well, you know, that's, mm-hmm. I, think, I, I, I think when Jacqueline Kennedy got married again, I, I, I don't think she had a Secret Service stuff no more after she got married. Again. I think she fired him. Mm-hmm. He had his own protection. Oh, well, yeah, I was about to say, she didn't have to worry about that. Yeah. They got money to take care of themselves. It's almost, go ahead, Mr. Arthur. No, 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 no say, uh, Jacqueline Kennedy. Now she's another one. Uh, Jacqueline Kennedy. She's another one that's supposed to have got some black in their family background. But go ahead. Mm-hmm. Well, Mr. Arthur, if Mr. Arthur, if you if you take us back to Adam and Eve, 
we all there came from the same people. They all came enough. from the same. They all came from right the same. White right, is a, sta- it's a status. Race is a status. It's not. A, it's not an mm-hmm. actual real thing. That's a good point. That's a good point. That's a good point. Well, I was about to. Well, look at Herschel Walker. Oh, Oh, see, now you had to go do do that, Daniel. Oh, my goodness. It's always going to be a skunk at the party. (laughs) You're saying, man. Oh, my goodness. I'm trying to help your point. I'm just trying to pull out some things to support your statements and definitions. Yeah, so, yeah, Herschel, yeah, Herschel, yeah. Ed Herschel, I, Herschel. He, he, just need to pass the football. That's all he needs. I mean, he can't even construct a sentence and make it un, be understandable. I don't no, under- no, first of all, let's be clear. First of all, let's be clear now. I, I, I remember Herschel, when I first heard him talk here in Dallas, he was a cowboy. And he was okay. talking about, oh, he, said, he, he said he said something to do with you. He said, he's about, yeah, and, and I'm going to go to the horse pedal. You know, that's what he talks. But, but <laughs> then later on, I found they out here. Last time, you know, what I found out, but look, you know, what we all know now is, you know, the man got like five different personalities. Wow. I mean, I'm, I'm sure we all yeah. got different personalities, but, you know, he got five identifiable ones, the one that, you know, <laughs> operating the spirit. So, so, so when you're talking to Herschel, mm-hmm. I'm just saying, you know, you, you might need to ask him one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> well, you know, somebody said that uh, be careful uh, when you meet your childhood uh, hero. Uh, you know, w- when I was a young man, I was mad when the Cowboys traded him out. But then now mm-hmm. you get to know him, you're glad you didn't know him like that back then, you know. You were not looking at his personality. You were looking at his uh-huh, skills no, no, on the no, football We knew him as a football player. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, hey, yeah, he had yeah, football that's player. That's why I said he needs to just continue to pass the ball, and that's it. Okay, right. forget yeah. about it. Yeah. Politics, you don't belong there. You can't even construct right. what you'd like to see happen. What you say makes no sense, period. Let, let me tell you what Hirsch would say. Let, let would say to you. Ms. McKellar, you telling me to shut up and dribble? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Some some people you just say that after listening to them. We, we, I mean, we know he doesn't know what he's talking about politically. But he's very popular. Very popular. I'm sorry. Sam. No, he's no Ada here. Ada here. No, he's white. I'm I'm, I'm talking about. Very very popular among the white folk uh, down there yes. in Georgia. Yeah, he has a status. Mhm. So, so yeah. all intents and purposes. Yeah. That's sad. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that is sad. I mean, I, I feel sorry. It is. How can I feel sorry for a millionaire and had a wonderful life, and, and I really have pity for him? No, no. You know what? You know, he he don't deserve your pity. He don't need it. But what he's doing, he's doing with a conscious mind. And I'm saying that's just that's just what he's doing. But now, save your pity for the folks that really need it. He don't need it. Right. I'm just saying. Wow. Wow. He's absolutely no different than O.J. Simpson. The only thing is we hadn't caught him at murder yet. I mean, mean, it's the same situation. They've been in this draft of a world, uh, this, this whirlwind. They caught up in, and it's not reality. And the unfortunate part, 
there's still 18-year-old jocks that have never experienced real life and reality. Mm-hmm. You know, he used to beat his wife. I want to think I'm going to ask him about that because usually that's yeah. they're asking Well, they already been, they're him. already been talking about they already They're not they're paying that asking. any attention. They're not going to pay that any attention. But the women should be riled up about that domestic abuse. Well, he received they counsel from be. Jim Brown. I, what now? I'm sorry, say again. He, he received counseling from Jim Brown. Oh, really? Jim Brown? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And, and what, what's Jim Brown's really? background now? Really? Yeah, yeah. And which and which person did he talk to? <laughs> yeah, that's right. And let Arthur already told us his five personalities. So which one? Which one got that message? Well, I mean, it, 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 what he says, I mean, it's just rambling, nonsensical. Uh, gibberish. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I, I, mm-hmm. You can't figure out any rhyme or reason. I, I think that's. I think that's. I think that's number three. That's okay. That's number three. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's probably that's probably number. No, that's probably number one. He didn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that's at the beginning of him. <laughs> yeah, that's it. But you know, for them to go and get Herschel Walker though, for, for, I mean, it says something yeah. about the political system that we operate in. The yeah. the the you know the sheer uh, disrespect. You know, yeah. other political process, they would go, and, and they're in such a position now. They're gerrymandered pretty much as far as they can go. Now they, you know, now they, now they looking for folks, folks that they've homegrown like Herschel. You know, putting them out the closet, right? Putting them out front because because they need them that bad. You know, they stuff must be bad in Georgia if they pull out Herschel. Oh right. well, let me just tell you, uh, it, it's ridiculous that we would get. Uh, one that is he from Georgia? Is he from Athens, Georgia? Uh-huh, Georgia yeah, where? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's yeah, where he's yeah, yeah, from. Well, so if we would, they would go and pick the dumbest bunny that has no political background and no knowledge of how this country really works, and put him up to in the highest position in the land to run for Senate. Against yeah. the, uh, the other black man, Senator Raphael right. Warnock, a, right. a, a brilliant uh, politico. If 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 Herschel Walker gets this position, we really in, in serious condition in this country. If he beats, no, we are already no, we are already in serious condition. Uh, well, we're in serious, <laughs> but I'm saying, okay, well, let me just rephrase it. We're in worse off than what I thought we were if Herschel Walker wins that seat against a brilliant politico such mm-hmm. as Senator Raphael Warnock, who is working for the greater serious. good of this. I mean, this, this is the highest mm-hmm. position in the land. No, the president of the United States is not the highest. It's, it's the highest position as, as far as leading this country, but as far as making laws and making decisions about what happens to us in America, it is the senators of the United States of America that makes the real decisions and that are the powerhouses of this country. Yes. And so we better make sure that we all work all over the nation to keep Herschel Walker out of that seat. 
Yeah, it's important for us to get people elected in East Texas and in Texas statewide, but it's also important for us to have the right people in the Senate because I don't care what state you're in, it affects us who sits in these positions in Washington, D.C. It affects all of us in the Senate as well as in Congress because when they vote, they vote for America. Hey, I see Jim Clavin got an opponent. I see Jim Clavin got an opponent down there, huh? A young, a, a young buck. Down there in Carolina, huh? Uh, Jim Clavin. Who's your Jim Clavin? I didn't really. Him, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. He talking. He, he talking plenty of that. Yeah, yeah, about. <laughs> Is it a young black guy? Uh huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, yeah, he's giving the business. Right? You know. Running in the business. Yeah, they tried to deal with Joe Desert. Uh, and I think that's yeah, yeah. Have they had the, have they had their primaries yet? I was about to ask that question. Yeah, they already had their primary. They already no, they already had their primary. They already voted. They voted. My sister lives there. They voted like a couple weeks ago. Okay, maybe he's an independent. I don't know if he's. A, I, I I I post stuff. I'm gonna go back and look. But but he didn't sound. But he didn't sound like no. He didn't sound like no Republican. I mean, I mean, I mean, he ain't sound, but but that don't mean he ain't no Republican, because you know, hey, I don't know what Republicans sound like now. <laughs> okay, so let me see. Let, let me let me pull up my telephone and see here. Okay, that's the sixth district of uh, South Carolina. Uh, I don't see. Let's see. I don't see. It. Okay, all U.S. including the sixth district of South Carolina are holding elections. Okay. Well, we know that part. Okay, the pri- oh well, no, it has the primary is scheduled for June the fourteenth, twenty twenty, and a primary runoff is scheduled for June twenty eighth, twenty twenty two. The filing deadlines was March thirtieth. So you're right, they haven't had it yet. So I guess I don't wow. know what they were voting for when my sister mentioned that they voted last. Okay, his name is Duke his name is Duke Buckner. And he announced mm-hmm. in February the twelfth. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, he's got some. He's got some gray hair on his head too. A duck. Yeah. Duke Buckner announces bid for Representative Clyburn's congressional seat. And let me let you, let me let me see if we can play anything that he has to say here and see if you guys can hear. He's an attorney. Wayne Duke Buckner announced Thursday his bid for Congress in South Carolina's sixth district. This puts him up against House Majority Whip James Clyburn. The congressional hopeful founded the first African-American-owned weekly newspaper in Colleton County. Clyburn has represented the 6th District since 1993 and has since become a major player in the Democratic Party. Buckner previously ran for U.S. Senate in 2020 but lost the Republican primary to Senator Lindsey Graham. Okay. Did you hear it? He's a Republican. Uh, that's what I he's a Republican. That's what I thought. Yeah, they're running him as a Republican. Oh, okay. Yeah. His name is Dwayne, and nicknamed Duke Buckner. He's a native of Walterboro. Go ahead. Let me ask you all this question right quick. Can a black person... At, at, at this time and hour, run as a Republican and be respected in the morning. Probably not. 
See, you're going to call him a, a white privileged guy the next day. You're going to call him uh, uh, Uncle Tim Scott. You're going to call him Herschel Walker when he does that. No, so the answer, you answer your own question all night tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he was, uh, he was on city council. He was on city council. And let me say, um, the, the congressional hopeful founded the first, as we heard, the first African-American-owned weekly newspaper in Colleton County and was a Walter Borough city councilman. See what that that expose did for me was it made me, when I look at, now when I look at black Republicans, and this just happened from yesterday to today, now when I look at black Republicans, now I see them under that, under that status rubric instead of, you know, I was looking at, uh, I I mean, I was looking at at them under, you know, hey, black folks, you are no better kind of thing, you know, but I didn't know that it was a real thing where, White people could turn you white. Even if you was black, they could turn you white. Because I joked about, I joke. I thought I joked when I said that about Clarence Thomas. I thought it was a joke. Well, he, well, here's this. This guy ran. Uh, Buckner it said pre, uh, Buckner previously ran for U.S. Senate in 2020, but lost to Very Republican good. primary uh, Senator Lindsey mm-hmm. Graham. So he's mm-hmm. he's so he's jumping all over the place. So he's running out there again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. So you know, and he and, and, and if he jump around like that, he's gonna land in somebody's pocket. <laughs> land in somebody's pocket, yeah. He's, he want to win somewhere. Yeah, he's gonna land in somebody's pocket. Okay. Oh, he's a puppet okay. and has someone else holding the string. For yeah. Him now. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. That could be it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So, see, that's why I'm saying how important it is for us to make sure that we we work hard to push uh, and we we can we can work hard right here in in Texas by pushing democrats everywhere good good democrats running everywhere all across the nation when we pushing our own uh right here in in Texas because we got some serious the things Democratic, going on. The Democratic, Party to, the Democratic Party need to embrace me in the daytime, in the daylight, and then let's go okay. forward. Okay. Okay. Well, listen, guys, you've been amazing tonight. This has been outstanding. I have thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. It's 959, and we covered a lot of ground. And so uh, I'm glad that uh, uh, Mr. Arthur says we don't have time to take away from the mic. we got to keep pushing. we got to keep working. Uh, we don't have time to cancel our shows or take off. Uh, we got to rest at night, but we got to work while it's daylight, right? Because when it's nighttime, what does it say? No man can do what, Pastor Cooper? Okay. No man can work at nighttime. So thank no you, man. gentlemen. You thank you so it. much. We can't do it. This has been outstanding. We look forward to seeing you the rest of the week. Be, be very, very careful. Uh, and you've been listening to Marvelous Monday and brought to you by A Taste of North Delight Restaurant. And so come and see us. Uh, we open tomorrow at 11 o'clock a.m. And you can look at that food and decide which one of those you want. Just walk down that line and decide what you want. Those are specials that are going to be running for nine ninety nine, And it's the best deal in the city. In Tyler, Texas, you can't find it anywhere. Uh, you'll get uh, one meat and two vegetables. 
and uh, and if you want some hot water cornbread, you can have that too. That's that's known well in East Texas, hot water cornbread. Thank you so very much, gentlemen, uh, Pastor Michael Cooper, uh, Mr. Arthur Flemings, uh, our great uh, co-host for Marvelous Monday. We'll see you next week, and we look forward to having Miss Rihanna back on next week. And so we're going to end the show right now. No music. We're just going to end, and we'll talk to you later. Bye for now, gentlemen. Have a great rest of the evening. I'll swing it for you one day. <laughs> Happy Memorial Day. <laughs> Happy Memorial Day. <laughs>